You're now tuned into the Flip Flip Daily Audio Experience Podcast. The number one source for all things resale, stock market, crypto, NFTs, real estate, Amazon, flipping sneakers, Supreme, all things e-commerce, and so much more. Follow us on Instagram at Flip Flip and visit FlipResale.com. Let's get it. doing well um but yeah this is this is mainly just going to be a part two we can keep going what we were talking about um so basically real estate has kind of changed a little bit right it's they're they're calling it a buyer's market um but i don't know it doesn't feel like that to be honest yeah yeah and that's what it's like it's so market specific so i know like in some cities like maybe like dallas or miami they saw this like crazy appreciation like homes like doubling tripling in value and -hmm. those markets you know it's kind of like the bigger you are the harder you fall i guess you know where they came down a lot more but maybe these markets like kind of you know where we live in like south georgia are smaller markets aren't feeling it quite as much you know as far as like the market dipping a lot yeah, because even even when I'm looking at prices and stuff, everything is still pretty high. I, I was mm-hmm. looking at one house and it only came down about like ten to uh, like fifteen thousand, and that's just not a lot in re- in, uh, in real estate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, so I'm and, interested. And what um? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. It's like with how much interest rates have gone, gotten like how high they've gotten that you know, decrease of 15,000 is actually like more expensive on a monthly basis, you know? That's the thing too. Yeah. The interest rates, it just doesn't feel like I was expecting a hundred thousand plus off a house. That makes sense Mm -hmm. to me, you know? Um, but I, I mean, it hasn't, and here's the other thing with this, this market right now, man, is like everybody I talk to, um, we talk to a lot of finance guys in our stock and crypto and, and Mm in real estate kind of is, it's the same thing. We're all kind of talking about the same thing. We just all specialize in different stuff, you know, Um, and it just seems like we we keep thinking the bottoms in, but it's like this slow drag and we really don't know. And everybody's kind of scared about that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you 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 buy right now? And then maybe the market goes down much more, you know, next year. It's kind of like that. And, and that. And that's causing, you know, the hesitancy to buy is obviously helping bring it down a little more. Um, right. But yeah, it's uncharted territories, I guess. Yeah. And um, are you seeing any difference as far as like lending at all? Have you have you noticed anything? Um, just obviously with the interest rates going up, I haven't like the last, since we've talked, we've, I've, you know, we bought like three houses, but the, uh, even those were like the last two I bought were within like a few months of each other. And those were, I believe in, um, I want to say it was like July, August when we got those. So it was still like interest rates weren't as crazy. They, I think both houses were at like a 5.75 interest rate. I have seen, like, I have a line of credit on a house we're renovating and I, it could just be like something weird, but I feel like, normally when you're like i need a draw to pay for you know like it was like i need a draw for ten thousand dollars to pay for this normally they they just give that draw don't whatever don't even ask 
And then this time it seemed like they were like hesitant, like, well, can you show us this? And maybe that's just like normal practices, but it, it hasn't been, that's not how it was for me in the past. So I was thinking, oh, maybe they're tightening up a little, you know. Not that long. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's cool. How many, um, how many are you at now total? So it was like last time we talked, I had three long-term rentals and one Airbnb. We, I okay. ended up, I ended up selling the three long-term rentals. So it was gotcha. like, and right at one last time we had talked, we were like under contract, I believe, on our second Airbnb, but we didn't talk about it because I know, I know, I, I know now not to get excited. Not to say things like, too too early. Yeah, I feel yeah, you on that. I've yeah, I've had like so many things like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. So we got a second Airbnb. We sold our the three long terms. Um, the long term game was just like not i think just not for us um and i i think maybe in the future we'll get back into it but the cash is flow it more, um, is it because the cash flow is slower yeah it's just yeah and when we had the one airbnb it like opened our eyes you know like this one house is doing at that time it was even slower than it is now but it was like two thousand cash flow a month you know yeah. that's like that's like pure profit you know it was doing four or five thousand in revenue yeah, and then you wanted to, um, this is like kind of with me and like uh, other parts of investing, like stocks, you have these, these meta periods of like really hot markets and you're seeing that you were having a lot of success with Airbnb. So you're kind of just, um, what's the word, uh, like reorganizing your portfolio, really, you're just, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, and someone, this, this guy that I listened to, um, he invests in Tampa, like where I'm from. And he's, you know, a very wealthy person. And he, he said, like, when you're first starting out, if you have a house that has like built up a bunch of equity and it's just that that equity is just sitting there and you know you could sell that house, even if it's like a great house, it's cash flow and great, blah, blah, blah. He's like, if you can sell that house and you know you can take all that equity and put it into something else to make even more money, do it. Like, don't, don't blink an eye. He was like, when you're like 60, it's a different story. But like when you're first starting out, that money's so important to keep moving. And right. uh, that made me be like, okay, I'm going to let go of these homes. Like like the first ha rental house we bought, you know, there's like the sentimental attachment. And it was like our best one. Um, yeah, you start to become like, a, dude, I was, uh, I got a podcast coming out next with this dude. He made, uh, I think he made like $15 million in crypto because he, he bought Bitcoin at like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Wow. But um, the what the the point of that is like, once you start to become like a veteran, you you almost are like looking into this like matrix. You're like, okay, this is a cycle. This is a. Yeah. But but in the beginning, there's that like honeymoon stage of, uh, oh, this is really cool and fresh and new, you know. And then yeah. it just uh kind of transcribes, yeah. you know. Yeah, and you just have to like like in our case. The first house we bought, we talked about it last time, but I think I bought it for like 50, 55,000. We put like mm -hmm. 7,000 bucks into it. We were getting, you know, $900 in rent and we ended up selling it for like, I think that one we sold for like 85, 90,000. You know, so you're pulling 30 grand. Oh, so you flipped it. Okay. I mean, we're, that wasn't the intention. It was a long-term rental. Like we sold it with the tenant in it and the person who bought it kept it as long-term rental with that tenant. That's very common. I've noticed. 
uh, that rental renters will sometimes buy. I, I didn't, uh, I kind of oh, noticed no, that. I've been, I've been, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I wasn't meaning that. I was just meaning like some, the per, the person I sold it to was just like another investor and was keeping it as oh, a, gotcha. With the okay. tenant in it. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's but good. It is common. Kinda, you kind of just re restructured. And uh, I think that's smart. I think you have to do that. That's what everybody does in business. You just mm-hmm. move with the meta, move with the market. So um, is Airbnb still kicking? Is it still doing really well? Yeah. And it's better. It's even better now. And it's not that not, this doesn't have anything to do with like what the market's doing, but it's just like, we've gotten better at like optimizing our Airbnbs. And then like, we've been building up five-star reviews and things like that, just to like push us to the top of the search results. So they're just like performing much better. Um, yeah, is there any is there any tips with Airbnb, like any programs you like, or uh, I actually that's what I do with my businesses, like use these these analytics and yeah. SEO, all that stuff is an edge. Yeah, so so the big thing, like when we just had one listing, and we might have touched on this last time, but it was like we knew we wanted to like do Airbnbs, like get a lot of them, you know, like the goal is at like twenty thirty at some point. So yeah. it was like if that's your goal, you have to like automate as much as you can right from the first one. Because if you get two, three and you're doing everything yourself, you're not going to want to get 10, 20 of them. It's just too much. That's, that's something you you learn is like to, to really be big, you have to spend a lot and you have to have like a team. There's no, like you can do the one man show. You can do the, the family show but that'll just kind of maintain what you have you know what i'm saying you can't uh you can't get huge that way at all so yeah Yeah, so we we use like um a dynamic pricing which is like what hotels use so i mean you might know dynamic pricing from like Ticketmaster. it's it's the same thing it's just based off the demand like on airbnb it's based off the demand of like certain days is that through airbnb or the the other program Yeah, that this is called Price Labs. Price it's labs. like twenty dollars okay. a month, um, so not expensive at all, and pays for itself. Like, you know. Oh like yeah, all that tax. stuff. All that stuff. That's the other thing too. I've realized is like paying for these tools and stuff. You just you have to be really smart with which tool. That's all. That's really yeah. it. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Because a lot of these part. tools. Like people are really talented and it saves you so much. It, it saves you an unbelievable amount, you know, information, like you said. Um, yeah. So just listeners yeah. like, yeah, paying for that stuff. I, I used to be kind of like, eh, let's, let's penny pinch. Let's, but no, mm-hmm. dude, like yeah. for mass expansion, get these like little cheap things monthly that, you know, 10 X your, your time. Really. That's the yeah. whole value yeah, is time. Exactly. So, yeah. And it was like, you you know you have to trust the software that it knows a thousand times more than you on what's the the right price mm-hmm. so they do it like you put, they already know your address and stuff you, you plug your airbnb listing into the, their software and then they tell you okay based off like your market the base price should be like 155 like on our most recent one it was like 155 and then you set like a minimum and maximum price and then you just leave it and on like a daily basis, or I think it's every single night, it change, updates all the prices every day. And that's dope. We have like, like real time. Yeah, yeah, just every single day, it's just new new pricing. So like how it works is if you have vacant days and they're coming up like within a week, 
it's going all the way down to your minimum price you set. And then high demand days in the future are usually like really high. Do you, does it change like by the hour? Have you noticed or, or like um, by the day, by the no, week? I think it's just, I think it's just uh, like every night it updates. Oh, okay. Every night. Yeah. So it, uh, we were getting like, we got a reservation at one of our places for uh, like New Year's. It's not just for New Year's, but it's for like a week. And the uh, customer's paying like $300 a night. And, you know, it was like a huge number, like 2000 Yeah, dude. Airbnb is so much better than like, if you can really figure it out. I mean, if you're, talk you're talking 300 a night versus like what, like 1500 a month, basically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So we got like to, for just for like a numbers point, our first Airbnb that is really like our best one. Um, our mortgage on it's like twelve hundred dollars, you know, all in, all, like everything, clean and fees and everything. We're usually around like twenty four hundred a month in expenses. That's like property taxes, insurance, the mortgage, electric bill, water bill, all that. Everything, everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, like twenty four hundred is like typical. And that house has been doing like seven thousand in revenue every month for the past like four that's months. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So that's just awesome. like a no brainer. I mean. A lot of people could get like two of those and like that would more than supplement their income from their nine to five. I have a question for you. Have you seen any opportunities within like um, like business ideas within Airbnb to offer to other Airbnbers? Anything stuck out? Yeah, I mean, we've been like discussing it. Um, my wife does like interior design. I was going to say, I remember you said your wife was somewhat in that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just been like a blessing to me because I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad at that shit. Dude. I'm like, just give me a laptop. and a, uh, <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's what's like really makes our Airbnb stand out is like how good she does all that interior design. So, and it's very clear, like somebody else will have like a nice house, very similar to ours. Um, we even mm -hmm. have neighbors that do Airbnbs, so very, very similar homes. And then ours. Do me a favor, too, Brennan. Talk yeah. to um after this podcast. Talk to an airdrop. He's a stock mod in our um in our flip flip group. Yeah. He, um, he does like really good high end clients for like real estate. Uh, he does like okay. the drone flyovers. He's like one of my like like best friends. Oh yeah. Um, uh, reach out to him and just talk to him because he's in that that field and he's actually in Orlando too. Um, oh, and he's like super nice. Like he won't. Yeah. He'll, he, he likes to talk about it. So yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I'll reach out. But yeah, but those all, the interior design that she does it it just makes us stand out so much and it's very clear. So we've discussed like maybe we start that like maybe maybe we start like an interior design business and then. Another thing is like just how we do property management Be because we automate everything. We're like really efficient at it. And we were saying maybe we start a business where it's like we're doing interior design and then like we'll just take over the property, you know, and run it for you where it's just like super like completely passive for kind whoever. of start with with that and then like uh like slowly just become like property management yeah exactly. which which is where what i see like a, a lot of the big airbnb people that i follow is like kind of, it's kind of the evolution that everyone goes through and eventually mm -hmm. be, just because it's like so many people want to get an airbnb where it's like oh i can go vacation on the beach and then but i don't want to like i don't you know i work uh i'm a doctor 
they don't have time right. to like run it. Where so then these people will step in and be like, look, we'll take you know a fee and we'll run it. Are there any um are there any Reddits or like communities for Airbnb people like that kind of meta? Have you seen? I I'm in like um Facebook groups is what I found to be the best. Oh, um, yep. there's like certain ones like there's a a lady that runs like a short-term real estate brokerage um i think the short-term shop is what it's called and she has like a facebook group that's done well like that i'm in and, and it's well i i've been in the reddit like the but it, you probably have seen it but like the younger generation like hates airbnb and that's kind of like Reddit. Yeah. You know? so Anytime I've been in those subreddits, it's just like negative. I'm like, all right. I've noticed real estate too, like good real estate people. It's typically the age demographic is like 30 plus, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, so the young people, they may like be creative and stuff, but they're they're not actually doing it yet. So yeah. And then the, there's just like a negative outlook on like real estate investing. Again, not like, you know, all the people that we know and are not that way, but it's just like, if you ever go on, like, you see, you know, CNBC posted something about Airbnb, you go in the comments and people are just trashing it, you know, Airbnb sucks and all these cleaning fees and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. That and I was just, anything big. Yeah. yeah. I always just am like, we don't rent to, like, young people, like, like to be truthful, you know. It's like we're our... Oh, that's, that's something interesting, too. A lot of my friends, they're younger and they always talk about Airbnbs. Do you guys... So you're okay. So your demographic's not that. It's not like yeah. uh, let's rent an Airbnb. See, that's the, that's the cool part. You, there's these, like micro metas in Airbnb too. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of our people are like, like as old as like seven, like in their seventies, sixties, fifties. It's like pretty standard. Oh, yeah. And then you get and that and that honestly comes from VRBO, which we cross list to both platforms. Um, that's just like mm. an older demo, and then. We get oh, a lot of like the mid 30 and they're like families, you know, they have three kids or things like that. You, we rarely, rarely get a person that's like in their twenties, you know, a couple or something like that. Cause yours are mo mainly for like work slash um, like, like low key vacation, right? Yeah. It's, we have like an, a, a theme park in our little town in south georgia so in the summer we get a lot of people traveling for that but other than that it's like yeah it's a lot of business or like i'm visiting my kids or you know what i mean like family travel kind of thing gotcha yeah and i i assume if we were like in a beach or in the mountains it would be a lot different you know but yeah 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 oh yeah like when i uh when we went on our honeymoon to denver um we did airbnb and it was really cool i liked it um I'm trying to think think of things i didn't do you guys have the keypad yeah yeah and that's automated okay well. see i like that though the one i stayed at she like wanted to come like meet us and stuff oh, and i yeah, was like uh i didn't really sign up for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we do the um that's another thing like we have a property management software we use and it'll what it does is it auto it takes the guest the last four digits of the guest phone number and it makes that the door path like the door code for the guests to get in so it's easy for the guests to remember um oh they that's just cool right yeah. in the last register your phone number bam and then it expires when the reservation's over and you know that another way. airbnb i did dude that was really weird the weirdest one i probably had was uh the guy was sleeping in a camper in the driveway <laughs> oh, while, no. like while we were 
and he had access to like the laundry room and he was like doing laundry like uh, some yeah. it, that was just awful like yeah. why would you do that dude yeah come on yeah there's like a filter that i use on there that's like I can't because there is like a shared space, and they have to say that if they say it's not a shared space, it's not there. They can get in trouble. So it's mm-hmm. like there's one that's like entire place to yourself, like it's on on the Airbnb filters. And I'm, I always select that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it had that. It was just uh, really, it was the strangest thing. Like it was a great Airbnb. It was just no, you you don't do that. That's weird. Yeah, you know? we stayed um, in one in um like okay, so for instance, all our Airbnbs have ring doorbells which some people, I mean, we've honestly never had anyone complain about it, but it's just for us to like monitor, make sure people aren't throwing parties and things like that. Just outside, right? Yeah, outside. Outside. yeah. Okay. but we had, we stayed at this like super nice Airbnb in St. Augustine and they had like a, a camera on the pool, which I thought was just like a little invasive. I was like, oh, that's how I feel That's about. a little weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And people are weird, man. Like, yeah, I know it's just, it's the truth. So yeah. you just got to be careful with that stuff. But, yeah. um, well, cool. What, um, I'm trying to think, what What do you think is like, if, if these listeners wanted to start this, like from scratch, I think we discussed this. So I, this is like an updated version. Yeah. Um, what are like, the things you would say are required and what would be like a three, three step process to get their first, uh, not even just Airbnb, but just like rental, uh, to start either renting or Airbnb. Yeah. So it's like the, the number one thing, make sure you have good credit, contact a bank and get pre-approved. It's like, you can't do anything. I mean, there is other, like, you can do, like, Airbnb arbitrage and all that. We can get into that after, but you got to have, make sure your credit's good. Go to a bank, get pre-approved. A realtor doesn't even want to talk to you if you're not pre-approved. So do that first. Get a, you know, get with a, a good realtor, and that's, like, that's really important. It's not just go get any realtor because they're not created equal. If you can find one that's, like, has is an investor themselves that's the best where um where did where would you say is like a good place or resource to find like a good realtor to kind of to skim through them yeah there's um if you go in like bigger pockets they have like an agent finder and and bigger pockets is like a investing like you know it's all about like real estate education and investing okay so it's specific yeah it's not for like uh like homeowners like new products yeah, so typically if a realtor's on there, you know, a lot of times they're either knowledgeable or they are an investor. Did you need to skip uh, skim through a few or did, did you go with the first one? Yeah, I got lucky that I had like got pre-approved by a couple banks and a lender like referred me to an agent and it was like, he, he was just, he has like, I don't know, 50 rentals himself and, um, it's a you know i just got lucky with having like the best realtor in our market the first one just worked out yeah yeah it yeah. did what you needed and you know yeah yeah, yeah and he, he actually like the second airbnb we did we bought that one together um and did like now now is the is the realtors are they sourcing the properties or are you guys doing that mainly at this point like where we are now we do it um and and that's like something we can talk about it's just like We've got, now that we have, okay, we've done these two, we can compare and contrast both of them. And now I've gotten like very specific on like my buy box, so to speak of 
what like the next one this is what it's going to be or you know what i mean like i don't want like for instance i don't want like a three two every every house everywhere is a three two so it's like when you're when you're going like let's say you know you want to open one in airbnb in jacksonville you get a three two well, so does 200 other people also have three twos. So you're saying for like uh, the filtering, the three two is like, it's like a basic, like a, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. a, it's, it's like everyone has. Yeah. So it's That's like, interesting. like all, just for numbers in my market, it's like, there's like 114 Airbnbs, I believe. Like so stand out, you're saying, like find yeah. something a little more standout-ish. Now, does yeah, that mean it could even be like a one two? Or are you saying like a, like four one, four three, four two? Yeah, I, just, this is just me again. I, I'm not speaking for everyone, but for me, it's like I don't want to do it unless it's a very large three bedroom. Like the one house we have is like a 2100 square foot three bedroom. So yeah. it's like I can fit two queen beds in one room just because they're big rooms, you know. But no, that's smart. I actually like that a lot. That's uh, I like when people like tinker with the algorithms it's what i do in my business too i try to be different i try to have these like creative things that i'll put you at the top and i could see that if everybody's going to airbnb and filters a three two um that's kind of like a basic you know uh thing so i get it yeah and it's like so i was saying like 114 rent airbnbs like in our market it's like seven of them are four bedrooms so all you have to do is be a four bedroom and you're going to be like in this niche class of like, and then like, for instance, someone goes, I have 10 guests. They put that into Airbnb in our market. Well, that's the other thing you, you now are in the range of, you could have somebody who just wants a big ass house, right? Yeah. And they're, it's just two people or you now fit the, if somebody has 10 people, they just can't do a three, two. So. Um, yeah no yeah so you're in this like and, and you can charge more i mean there's so many benefits to it and even if you don't even if you don't charge more you're in like it's january and not many people are traveling and there's just a couple that comes into town airbnb still a lot of times shows oh look at this giant house you know well, sometimes they, too maybe if you just want to you know uh it's a slow season but you lower your prices to somebody who has a a two two or a three two the as me as a customer, I'm going to pick the bigger place, yeah. the same price. And, and Airbnb algorithm knows that. So it's going to put ours right there. Right. Yeah. Right there. It's like, you know, and it tells that's them. Smart. Rare. You guys heard that. That's, a, yeah. that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. So that that's just me. I've had like opportunities um, to partner with other people like recently to do Airbnbs. And, I, and then I, I've had the like, and this is me like learning to say no, you know, just being like, no, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to do that right now. You know, this is kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do you mean by a partner? Like, uh, like as an investor or. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause, cause it's kind of eventually I only can do so many of these with my own money, you know, I'm going to, Oh yeah. Yeah. Just I'll start running out of cash pretty quick. Cause, cause they are like, um, capital intensive and that's, you, you know, just because you, you buying the house with a down payment, which that's like a, a hurdle for a lot of people to get over just the down payment. But then right. you don't realize like how much it costs to like every bed, mattress, sheet, all the silverware, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's uh, where, that's where I'm really starting to like the, uh, the resale group. I, uh, as I start to get in into yeah. um, real estate, I'm starting to notice like, Hmm, if I can utilize like some of these price errors and, deals and, and yeah. cut costs and like the like get the ring doorbells like half off yeah, like yeah. that's a 
that's a really good um and even the furniture i was talking to somebody about that like uh these furniture deals like really you know spoofing it up because i could see airbnb like you said the interior design you you, you can't just go cheap route you know what i'm no. saying yeah definitely. um so that's yeah, interesting man. Yeah, you should see one of the rooms in my house. My wife keeps rolling her eyes because I'm like stockpiling like flat screen TVs from the price there. (laughs) (laughs) I got, there was like one that was in there like a month ago. It was like a pot pot and pan set. I bought like multiple of them, you know, because it's like, if you you know you're going to do an Airbnb in the future, you might as well capitalize. That's funny. I actually, uh, those, those, I think it was like $100. I think it was Black Friday. I don't remember. But uh, it was like the 55 inch, tv i got it in my office my wife's like we don't need that and i'm like yeah. Trust me, it will we'll eventually need to put this somewhere it's, yeah it, it was a hundred dollars too yeah i got one of those too i mean a hundred dollars yeah. for a 55 inch tv uh, you can't yeah. yeah and i could see now that i think about airbnb it, it, it is you, you want to make that place i remember the one in denver they had like echo dots in there it was really clean they had yeah. got a fully it's like fully furnishing almost a new house you yeah. know yeah, and, so, and that's where, like, people go wrong is they're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get this nice house. We'll just minimally decorate it. Like, I hear people all the time, oh, it only costs 12000 to furnish and decorate an Airbnb. I'm like, on what planet? You know, yeah. and, and you look at some of these listings and it's like a bedroom and they just, like, slap a bed and a mattress and maybe, like, a nightstand and that's it. Where ours are that's just... That's so like, cool, though, dude, because you're building these, like... You're you're just you're uh you're playing Monopoly, bro. Like you're legit yeah. just playing Monopoly and you're 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 furnishing these little houses to where now those are kind of assets too and um very cool. It's just a very cool system. Yeah. Yeah. No, we we're really enjoying it for sure. Yeah. Are are you guys still doing like repairs and stuff yourself or have you started to not do that anymore? Yeah, so on the last time we had talked, we had I had done like a five month renovation on that one which again still looking back it's like performed so well i wouldn't change it so Mm -hmm. then it was like we get the next one and we're like we're gutting this kitchen we're renovating this whole house you know what i mean and we did it took us three months and that was like and and there were in our in our reselling business it was like a weird time where like nike was still having supply chain issues and things like this and we were like it was fine to take that time away from the reselling and just renovate this house. Mm-hmm. But now it's not that way. And we need to keep focusing on reselling as well. So right. we bought, so that we have two houses right now that we're like renovating. And one of them, I honestly more than likely gonna like move into it, but I've been like trying to hire stuff out just because it's like, you know, it, it's the everyone knows this kind of but it's like if i can spend x amount of time doing this and i make way more you know why am i like you know renovating reframing doors you know when uh yeah, i can that hire that? On your uh your ig stories you, you're on the uh the big wheel what were you doing like on an excavator yeah 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 that time we have like um a five acre property and uh my it's my wife's uncle. He like runs excavators for a living. And so he had come up down from up north. So we're like, oh, let's rent one. He can run it for a while. And then I just sat there and ran it for like a week. And we were just like digging little ponds out of our little. Property. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought it was, it was uh, I thought it had to do with uh, the Airbnb. Yeah. No. Okay. 
these two houses I bought, I'll tell you about them real quick. It's just like a nuts deal. And this kind of goes with like having a relationship with a good realtor. We had a house had come up for sale and it was like 340 grand and it was so nice and it backed up to a river. And I had never even seen this neighborhood in our area, but we just like love real estate. So we just like drive by homes, even if we're not going to buy them. And we drove into this neighborhood. It's like a beautiful neighborhood, like mature landscape and like huge oak trees and all this stuff. And the homes are all like unique and whatnot. And uh, I texted him and said, Hey, if a house ever comes up for sale in here, let me know. Like, like, you know, he, and he, he knows just cause we have a good relationship, like what I'm willing to pay, you know, blah, blah, what's a, he knows what's a good deal, obviously. So it was like a few months later, he, he's like, Hey, I got this house. Oh, mind you, all the homes in this neighborhood sell for like 300 grand. He's like, I got a house in the neighborhood. It's like, 3,600 square foot and it's um, 150 grand. <laughs> and I'm like, is it in shambles? Like, you know, what's the deal? So we went and looked at it and uh, we ended up buying it. We, we ended up paying 155. Um, so a little over ask. And we're, we're, that's what we're renovating now. But it's like okay. a mass, you know, 3,600 square feet for 150,000. I mean, there, you can't even build a house for anywhere near that. Um, right, right. So that's what, and I'm probably going to spend a decent amount, like put a decent amount of money into it and, you know, maybe refi out of it or something later on. But um, we're renovating that one now and we're probably going to sell our existing house because our, our house now has a ton of equity in it too, you know, just from the market going way up and we bought it in 2018. So it's like, we can get all the cash out of that as well. Um, yeah. That's what I was looking at. Um, two of my houses looking at like the, the, the prices are still up. Um, I'm just, these current marking conditions are so fascinating to me because it, it like we're down so horrendously, but real estate has remained uh, really strong. Yeah. Honestly. And yeah. I, I can't see it crashing really no. unless, unless yeah. we go into some sort of depression or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. And that's like, from my understanding, you know, again, I was a child or not born previous to 2008 real estate was like, it can never go down. It was just viewed as this like super, super solid asset class. Like never can, you know, the price never goes down. Maybe they'd have little hiccups here and there, but it was like never. And then of course, 2000, the crash in 2008. Um, well, you got to remember, so 2008's real estate crash, that was almost like an example would be like what happened with FTX. I yeah, think people don't yeah. really realize that. It was it was a systematic, yeah. um, you know, so it, it wasn't, that happened. It's like if FTX collapsed almost or some shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was just problem um, lending and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So none of that goes on now. We, I, I don't believe, I mean, if you try to get an appraisal or see how hard banks make it to get loans, I mean, it's more than Yeah. Possible. Yeah. So, but, but 2008 so fresh in people's minds that it's just always like, Oh, here it comes again. Here's 2008, blah, blah, blah. And I was oh. like, I, I don't, I don't see that happening something more similar you just want to look through history because history ray dalio he has a really good i don't know if you've seen these he has these really good um videos they're like cartoon animated they're beautiful you should you should read them they're about like uh cycles and um you just want to look to things that have happened before similar and it's not going to be the exact same but it's going to be pretty damn close yeah if you look through history and look at, you know, scenarios of high inflation or um, high interest rates, it's probable that's what's going to happen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
points. Well, a, a, another another point to make on Airbnb that I get asked all the all, all the time is people are like, "Are you worried about the market crashing or blah blah?" You know, because maybe real estate's fine, but the other markets aren't doing well. And is that you know going to affect the Airbnb because people aren't spending money? And the point I always go to is like, even in our small town, there's like a ton of giant hotels because we're right off I-75, so everybody stops in, in our town. You can, here's the thing too, like. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your point. I was going to say, you you can't house 10 people in a hotel for what we charge. Not even close. You know what I mean? We're right. like a fraction of the cost of that. So it's like... No, that was my, my main point is like, uh, if, if if housing is crashing, bro, we're all in trouble. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what... Uh, Sometimes I'll say that to my wife, like people will be like, well, what if this happens? It'll be like, okay, if we go into a war with Russia, the least of my concern is going to be my Airbnb. <laughs> like, Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, if, you're gonna, if you're playing it safe, I mean, real estate's the most safe. Like uh, you can't say the same for crypto. You can't say the same for, for stocks. You can't say yeah. the same for really, I mean, a Pokemon card investment, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. your, your sneakers, uh, having a place for somebody to stay is a, you're pretty safe. You're, um, you know, so I agree. Well, cool, man. Um, so yeah. You, all right. So the steps, we, we kind of went off track. The steps were, oh, yeah. uh, secure okay. lending. What about yes. down payments? What would you, what's realistic as far as that goes? So there, I mean, there's, and it's going to become more popular with just like how rates are, but like creative financing, there's, you can just do the traditional way, which is like you're putting 15% down, 20% down. If you don't, if you've never bought a house before, do an FHA loan for three and a half percent down. Um, if you have, if you may, if you're like kind of more of a high earner, you can keep doing conventional loans like multiple times. Um, you only can have 10 of them and then your debt to income ratio has to be good. So you kind of have to be a high earner to like go that route. Um, to do a lot more, gotcha. To do, to do a lot of conventional loans. Yeah, if you go on the commercial side, they don't even care about your debt to income ratio, which is what I do. Um, but you do have to have that 15%. Are there, um, are there any programs you use that work really well with bookkeeping? I always like to ask this because I, I personally am looking to. Um, only, I only do, like, I not for Airbnb, just because, and I, I probably need to is, is probably the better answer, but it's... Since there's, it's only like line items, like, you know, you have mortgage, this, this, this. At the end of the month, I like go in and enter that stuff. Um, oh, okay. With the reselling, it's so many transactions and so much buying. And I'll, you know what I mean? We use like QuickBooks. We used to use um, GoDaddy Bookkeeping and then they went out of business recently. Or that was a strange, uh, I wish they would have just like, uh, do you like QuickBooks more than GoDaddy? No. Yeah, no, I, the, the GoDaddy was just, I had it so automated that yeah. I literally didn't do anything. I just went in at the end of the month, made sure everything was categorizing right. And then they're like, we're shutting down. And I'm, I was saying into like into it had to have paid them or something because I'm like, do they really have people like sitting there working on that? It's just a program that was already coded, you know? Like, it seems it, like it was just yeah, like, I, I'm really interested with the GoDaddy, why they, um, I mean, the price was incredible, so yeah. I, I I understand that. But that software, I don't know. I would buy that business. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's what I'm like, saying. Like, I don't think they had like 
a team just constantly working on every day. Like I doubt they had much expense with it because nothing ever changed for years and years and years. It just, you know, it's a very simple product that worked really well. So yeah, I was surprised to see it. That, that was the only thing I could think of was into it was like, you know, bought, bought that side of the business was like here. We just don't want you. something. Yeah. We don't want yeah. you around anymore. Yeah. 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 That was unfortunate. But yeah, but for the Airbnb, Right now, you know, I'm I am just like manually entering those numbers at the end of the month. Um, gotcha. Okay. And then reselling because we do have a lot of resellers. Uh, you you like Intuit as well? Yeah, yeah, I mean that's the only thing I have found since GoDaddy's left. You know, and, and GoDaddy was like, well, you can transfer all your data very easily over. So I was just like, okay, you know, bowed the knee. Yeah, I, that, that 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 really did. That was that was a shocker. It yeah. Really was. Yeah. It was but yeah, um, but what we're going back to what you were saying with the steps. So it was like, I'm trying to think where we were lending. Oh, oh, we were talking about like down payments, creative financing. There's so many like ways to do the down payment. Um, there's even like, like on the one loan, we did like private money where we just financed the whole house. Um, like didn't even use a down payment because you, we could tell the lender, look, we're going to put in like, like we ended up spending like $40,000 to renovate and furnish it. They, they came in at the end and could clearly see the home was worth way more than what the loan was for. You know what I mean? There's, there was no risk to that, but there's, there's all different options as far as the financing goes. Um, we could talk about that all day, really. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it, I mean, it sounds like, yeah, you can, the, the three steps, it, it, it's not, you know, rocket science. It's just, no. uh, as far as the, the work. Um, yeah, that, that sounds good to me, man. Is there anything, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah. The, the um, only other thing I was going to say with, if you're doing like, not, this isn't for long-term rentals, but for Airbnb, there's two like really good websites you can use when you're like trying to buy an Airbnb and, or like look at markets and things like that. Um, one of them is airdna.co and that's just like a data website where they're just like sit there and pull data you know they're essentially just a data company and you're buying the data from them mm -hmm. and that one is a little more expensive you buy like a certain zip code it'll cost you like 140 dollars for the year and it'll show you like intense data on like every airbnb in your market um and then a cheaper one is mash visor and that one you can do like a, the, even I, I have like the cheapest plan, like the light plan. It'll show you like every market and you can type in, you know, okay. Um, Jacksonville, Florida and sort it by like the best properties. And it'll show you, okay, this property is doing 13,000 a month. This one's doing 12,000. And that way you can get an idea like, okay, if I buy this house, you can find comparables using that data and say, okay, if this house is doing 10,000 a month, I think ours looks similar to that and we can decorate it even better, you know, and run it better. Oh, and, that's interesting. So it's kind of like checking the sold comps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like a little, <laughs> little more. Yeah. I mean, it, it's honestly like crazy how similar reselling is to real it estate. Is, yeah. and, and even like AirDNA or Airbnb, I mean, with that, like the algorithms and how they work as a company for a reseller, I'm like, we already understand this. Like, with Amazon, when you sell on Amazon, Amazon doesn't care about you. Like, you know what I mean? It's just how it is. And you just accept that. Like, 
if a customer is returning yeah. some damaged product, so what? You know, Amazon doesn't care. And and people, Airbnb is very similar. Like they know they're the powerhouse and they're kind of like, well, whatever. I don't care if they damage something. Um, and we just know that. So it doesn't bother us. But like people, you know, because this is what we do for a living and it's very, it's like practically the same thing. And, but people that aren't in that, they're like, oh, Airbnb is awful, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, I want to get off Airbnb and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah. We're just it's like Amazon. Yeah. It's like, where are you going to go, bro? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they they're, don't really, they don't have a competitor. Actually. I mean, they, like you said, they have, they have that old person one, but yeah, that's not are, yeah. sustainable. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. And then people, a lot of people are leaving or like, I don't even want to say leaving, but going to like direct booking. And this is like, it's, you hear the same argument reselling like, Oh, should I make a website? And it's like, why, you know, like my argument is like, are you going to do all the SEO and spend all the marketing? Uh, the, the marketing and the customer acquisition. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. yeah. You, you just be happy paying your 10% fee on eBay or the 3% Airbnb fee. You know what I mean? And yeah. let them do all that. There's no point in wasting your time. So. They did have, I remember my buddy said they do have a competitor. I forget what it's called though right now. Um, You're talking uh, about Airbnb? Yeah, yeah. They have well, something, and I think it's almost like international too. What'd you say? I, I was going to say the only one that like the big, big one is, is just VRBO. Maybe that's uh, what it is. My yeah. buddy was talking about it. Yeah. yeah. And we, and we like, we have a property management software where we have our listings on Verbo and Airbnb. And when someone books on Airbnb, it blocks it off of Verbo and vice versa. So it makes, it ma that's like another way we automate. And we do get, you know, four or five bookings a month off Verbo. So it is, I always say like some people are just like, I'm only listening on Airbnb. It's like, you no, know, again, just like reselling lists on both platforms. Oh, so you have a software it'll delist, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it like, that's cool. um, that's cool. Yeah, someone someone books on Verbo, it immediately blocks on Airbnb and just vice versa. So you don't have to stress about double bookings. You know, some I've seen people do it manually, and then it's like, if you can't, uh, you get Airbnb yeah. gives you one cancellation for the whole year. So I used if, to do that with uh, reselling all the time, and I used to be really quick with it, but um, sometimes not so lucky if you forget. You know. Yeah. No, I know. I'm 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 still canceling orders on with the shoes all the time. <laughs> There's unfortunately no one's made like a, a good software for like, you know, the platforms that we use, you know, to, yeah, to uh, I, I did, um, Vendu was, I tried Vendu. They were okay. Um, I just, it wasn't like super simple, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what's the other one? I forget. Uh, the girl I, I used to. I used, I used like list perfectly. Is that's what it is. Yeah. List perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I've used that, but then it's like they don't use variation listings. So like, if you're listing one shoe and saying I have all these sizes, it doesn't it doesn't work. Um, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. So like little like, inconsistencies yeah. like that will just kind of drive you off it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But um. So, and one last thing, when you guys are sourcing properties, are you going like the, the Zillow kind of route or do you guys get a little bit, little bit more in the dirt and uh, like cold call or like look into stuff? Um, we we're most like everything we've bought. I, I, yeah. It's either on the MLS, like on Zillow 
or our realtor has brought it to us like off market. And, gotcha. And okay. Again, it just like MLS back, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes back to having a good realtor because it's like, if you have a, if a realtor gets a listing, they, you know, pretty much everywhere it varies, but they, they're getting 3% commission on that listing. If that right. realtor brings that back to you, they're getting 6% commission. They're getting both sides of it. So it's like it incentivizes, you know, they're incentivized to, you know, keep that deal within their brokerage. And if you right. can make, make a good relationship with your realtor and you know what you're trying to buy, like you can't just be like, I'll buy anything you bring me. You know what you're trying to buy. You can get those deals before they even hit the market. Um, it makes it easier. Yeah. Oh, they they yeah. kind of know what you want. They know it's easy money. Yeah. yeah. And they're willing to like, like when you're dealing with two realtors, it's always, you know, a mess. Cause it, I mean, I don't want to say that there's a lot of really good realtors on both sides, but when you're, when it's just one representing both, a lot of people like frown on that. I don't know why I've had nothing but good experiences. Oh, I see what you're saying. I didn't know that was a, a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Like they, it's, they, they represent the buyer and the seller. You're saying. Yeah, I think in the realtor lingo, they call it like an arm within arm's reach, or I don't know what it is. Some there's some like lingo for for that, but yeah, they're representing both buyer and seller. So, How does that work though? They 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 work with the the listing company, I guess. Well, they like someone comes to them and says, "I want to sell my house," you know. So they are representing the seller. They sign a contract with the seller. I'm going to sell your house for you. Oh, okay. If then, so your your realtor does that. So he he's got houses that he represents, and he's bringing those to you as well. Yeah, and, and I and I shouldn't say like they're off market because he does still list them on MLS. But it's like he brings it. To, you know, he just because he knows he's been in the house, he knows. Oh, this is probably something Brennan. A lot. You guys yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't. I just uh, that's a good thought. I didn't think about that because. The ones I've always dealt with, there's always been two different, um, yeah. like realtors. Yeah. Yeah. But you can imagine if you're in negotiation, it's a lot easier. Again, this is my experience. You know, you might have a bad realtor, and it oh yeah, because work. they're they're working with both parties. They're, everybody's on like a common ground. Yeah. There's not like yeah, yeah. I could see. Yeah, there's no like, like I can just tell them like, look, we found like in one house there was termites. You know, the, you know, the beautiful thing about that, too, is they're they're trying to make the deal for both parties. Sometimes, like with two separate realtors, they both have like different things going on. Communications off um, yeah. that realtor doing both. He's kind of like, yo, we can let's make this happen. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you know, realtors work for the deal is what I say, you know. Yeah. 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 yeah and they, it's, you know, when you're going back and forth with two different realtors, it's like, you know, I don't know, maybe this realtor thinks they're just bluffing or, you know, I mean, it's all this stupid negotiation. Oh, yeah, trust that. me. I know. Yeah, I remember like sometimes realtors butt heads, they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. One, and it, that's just, I've done, I want to say like four or more houses that way. Like just whether the realtors represent both sides and all of them have been great. So, yeah, yeah that's dope. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's uh, it's been almost an hour. I think that was really good. Um, I think there's a lot to go off there, a lot of good information. Um, and then again, Brennan, you can tell them your Instagram if, if they have any questions too. Yeah, it's um, Brennan Clayton and the number two. And yep. if you just if you just DM me, I I'm not like quick to accept follower requests just because I stay a little more low key. So if you just message or request me, that would be the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
and if you're in the discord he's in there too yeah um all that stuff but cool man it was good to talk to you 